Hey, good evening, everyone. Uh, let's talk. This is a new show. We're gonna try something different. We're gonna try some uh, something we want to call trending topics. Basically, just to discuss some things that happen uh, throughout the week that are trending in the urban community. Myself and Faith are uh, attacking this venture. And for those of you in, in in my audience that don't know who Faith is, I've interviewed Faith before, as well as she has been on the Poetry Corner and she has been on Conversations with Friends. What's going on, Faith? Explain to everybody who you are, because I think that a lot of people just see this face and they're like, um, <laughs> sometimes <is> when we <laughs> ask people who they are, they'll rush through it. Just explain exactly who you are, Faith. Wow, my name is Faith. I'm from Elizabeth, New Jersey. Um, and currently I'm in a um I have my own podcast, me and my co-host James Gilder. We have He Said, She Said. Um, I'm also in it was written. Um, we on our second season, episode two come out this week. Um, there's a web series, subscribe to both. And you mean now, season two. Huh? Season two comes out this week. Yeah, no, um, episode, episode two. two. Okay. Yeah. Season, and that's on YouTube um, came, as well. Season two came out like um, last week sometime, the week before last. And so um, episode two is coming out um, this week, so definitely tune in. And now I am here with on Let's Talk and um, me and Q. We're doing trendy topics. Basically, we're going to be talking all, all about the trendy topics that's going on. And um, I also write poetry. Mm-hmm. Um, after each show on my podcast, I, um, I ended with a poem. So go check me out. <laughs> one of, one of the, um, the topics that I know we, we wanted to discuss a, a, a few things. What's going on Munch? One, we wanted to touch on a few things. So hey, Munchie. I just, one of the topics that we did want to d- discuss first and to try to give some context, kind of try to give us some perspective of what we may think of what's going on, what's going on with the case. Um, A lot of times people look at um, certain things that happen from the outside and they be off base and, you know, not saying or criticizing anybody else. We just want to give it our perspective. Hey, Nick. So we're going to discuss Young young Thug and, <laughs> and Gunner, right? And Gunner. Rapper, rapper Young Thug and Gunner was booked in Atlanta jail last Wednesday on racketeering charge after he was indicted with fellow rapper Young Thug and more than two dozen other people for conspiracy to violate the RICO statute, which is called Racketeer Influence and Corrupt Organizations Act. And this is not the federal uh, RICO statute. This is the Georgia RICO statute. Mm-hmm. The 88-page indictment filed Monday in Fulton County Superior Court accused Gunner 28, whose given name is Sergio Kitchens, of violating Georgia's anti-racketeering law. Young Thug 30, whose real name is Jeffrey Lamar Williams, is is accused of co-funding a violent street gang named YSL, Young Slim Life, commonly known as YSL, that committed multiple murders, over 50, shooting and carjackings, roughly a decade. YSL is affiliated with the National Blood Gang. Monday's indictment names 26 other defendants outside of Young Thug and Gunner and includes a wide range list of 181 acts that prosecutors say were committed beginning in 2013. Prosecutors say the, the alleged racketeering conspiracy was also used to further the gang's interest using lyrics and music videos as evidence. 
It's a lot. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's a and lot. I know that I know that um I know that you did some research on it and you know it's been a lot. I actually one of the court reporters had put out the indictment and I and I had the opportunity to read the uh, the filed indictment, not the most people don't realize it's not the actual evidence. It's just the, the indictment. Yeah. How they got the, the grand jury indicted and stuff like that. And get them to indict them. Excuse me. So um, I know you have a lot of thoughts on this. <laughs> yes. Uh, and what's going on. And, and you know. Um, well, we, go my ahead. first my first thought that, you know, I feel some type of way that um, they're using the music in the videos. I don't think that's fair at all. I think they should have um, more evidence than that. And honestly, it shouldn't even be used because me as an artist, you know, I write about things that I haven't done or experienced. I just, you know, I use my imagination. And, uh, um, you know, a lot of rappers, in the, and when they first come out, they talk about the Benzes and, and they don't have it yet. So it's not real. How could you say, you know, what's real and what's not? You know yeah, saying? I thought I thought that was interesting. Where the um, I saw the press conference where the prosecutor basically said, like, "Oh, we used y'all lyrics, we used y'all stuff," and basically how she was touting how prosecutors. This is like a dream for prosecutors nowadays to use artists' lyrics, particularly young black males' lyrics, rappers' lyrics to indict them on certain charges yes. that may have happened and then say that they're rapping or bragging about the commission of a crime. Exactly. And you feel like um it first of all, you feel like it it violates their first amendment right. Yes, I feel like it's a, um it's because of the color of their skin. You know, um and that's the that's that's the overall, you know, problem I have with it period is that, you know, we being attacked left and right and um we march and we speak up and don't nothing happen. We don't get no results. You know, just an, another another black man over and over and over and over again. It went from um, with, with um, who that Snoop, you know, Tupac. Like, they wait till you get big. And I'm pretty sure they committed crimes before they became celebrities and they wasn't arrested. Like, they said that um, they, they started the game in 2012, the... Um, the YSL gang in 2013 they've been investigating them since and now they just indicting them 2022 like how did you let all this crime go on for years murders go on for years and you're aware of it and didn't intervene and now that this man is you know successful rich given to his community you know um from our from our perspective he changed his life we didn't we didn't we didn't know none of this until they brought it to our attention so you know, one of one of one of the things, right, is is that I noticed when they said about the fifty murders, and I know that the federal, um, they do this in, in the feds, is that they sit and let people commit crimes while they're yeah. investigating them and commit more and more crimes. And I believe that if I was a family of the first victim, yeah. and you told me that you had the guys under investigation after they killed my family member friend, and then you let them kill 49 other people. Yeah. I would be kind of upset and those 49 people's families should be upset like here it is exactly. quote unquote did this and you know everybody's until a conviction is allegedly they did it if you allow this to happen it kind of is like 
you let them commit crimes and they were under it's investigation. True. Like it, that doesn't make much sense. In my, no, but in that's my, what happens every day. Not just with um, Young Thug and Gunna. Um, it happened in everyday life. Um, people get killed. Um, they tell the police. People snitch. People tell the police who did it. Um, family members find out. They bring it to the police attention. Oh, we don't have enough evidence. This, that, a third, whatever it may be. Because they don't want to lock them up. They want them to continue killing us. That's part of the plan. Everybody that they the cops did kill and arrest, arrest while they did, they come out dead. They supposed to got arrested, but they be dead. It was unarmed. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So they're not getting the, the the black murderers and killers and the robbers and the thieves. They they killing unarmed black people, men and women now. You know what I'm saying? But when a white person kills, shoot up schools, and like the incident happened in Buffalo, um, they they in one piece. They not shot. They not beat up. Some went out to get done to eat before they got booked. Like, when are we going to wake up that we're we being treated the, we like animals? We gotta the Burger King, huh? We getting treated like animals. So right now, I feel as though the black community, we cannot um, judge neither one of them without evidence. I feel as though um, we need to support them until we see concrete evidence. And then as that, you know, and then go from there. But as of right now, we don't know anything but accusations. Yeah, one of, one of the things, Faith, that I, it's, it's funny how I, I've seen a lot of, um, you know, and nowadays with social media, everything is so reactional. So a person will give their take on it. So I've seen a bunch of people make takes on what they think it is. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of our people, um, are sellouts. Yeah. <laughs> and and exactly. they love to sell they love to sell it. people like, out and they, yeah. they do it based off of what they think really happened. And it's funny how I was thinking like, you know, let's just say for lack of better words, like these guys like we act like people aren't in gangs or people wasn't from the street. Most people if they if they did commit crimes or whatever, they're rap some people are authentic and are, are rapping mm -hmm. about the experiences that they went through and I don't think that um it's fair that I'm against censorship. I I don't think that it's fair that a person's lyrics and their experience. It I mean, shouldn't be. Cause a lot of a lot of people don't got shot and did shoot and and they don't cooperate. Yeah. You know what I mean. So it's like a catch twenty two, and it's like you targeting these guys. And if you know anything about YSL. That's not. I haven't really listened to their music. I'm not gonna sit here and, and lie, but it's like <laughs> a lot of people that they deal with. A lot of people's affiliate. I have mentioned that to you on the phone, and I have mentioned even in the groups that um, Jack Harlow. Yeah. Like why he didn't get arrested because he, um, for lack of better words, was really, really around them, close to them, part of the movement. Where we've seen the movement more of a, a movement as far as pushing hip-hop to a different level and it's like um if you know anything about the rico statute it's very broad it's not you don't need a lot of evidence to get somebody on this type of conspiracy and i i think that you need a lot of evidence to get somebody on that type of conspiracy it, 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 it they're going for the rest of their lives so you can't just take especially lyrics and videos that don't even make sense to me because remember um who's snoop dog snoop snoop and snoop is still in the game but he don't you know do gang activities as far as violent crimes and this and that 
And from my understanding, he claimed he never did, but he rapped about it. And when he went to jail, you know, fighting that case, you know, when he was found not guilty, he cried. He was like, you know, I ain't into all that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he rapped about it, but it wasn't his lifestyle. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny because we, like you said, we noticed that this happens a lot in in our culture, in the Afri- in, in the Black American culture, where these young rappers, and it's always like the younger ones, like you said earlier to me on the phone, as soon as they get on the rise, like even yeah. even now, if 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 a person feels as though speak, like is in a gang or whatever, he's marketable, he's platable, he's platable to the American people, the American society, so. Is kind of okay, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, if Snoop was to rap about it, now they probably wouldn't indict him because he done beat the, the charge from before. But when you do this to try to a way of attacking the younger ones when they're on their rise up, and I find it real interesting because yeah. who's doing this? Who's pushing the? I mean, if the record labels feel as though that some of the content has went overboard, they got lawyers. They yeah. got lawyers to be like, hold up. Y'all might be talking about committing a crime. I don't think y'all should be talking about that. Exactly. But they're green lighting these projects. And now these projects is coming back and this prosecutor using them. Let me ask you a question. I noticed that a lot of people was upset because it was a black prosecutor and it's a black mayor in Atlanta. How do you feel about that? Like, um, I ain't gonna lie. When I heard her say how she going so hard to get him, and it did something to me. <laughs> you know, if he if he guilty by all means, but you you don't know you until you prove him guilty. You know, and I'm looking at it like you know you I, you you industry Atlanta. You know, it's like um, I ain't gonna say they want to, they forget what color they are. Mm. That's mm. how I feel. I think that it, 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 it puts a lot of um, our black people in law enforcement in a bad situation because, yeah, we, we, we understand that crime happened and things happen. But it's like, like I said, if, you, if these guys was targeted, it, why did you let a case build up for nine years? Why would yeah, you let all I these feel. murders and all these crimes continue happening? And basically, the more money they got, the if you if you're saying it like they said it with the Rico statute, the more money they got, the more influence they got, the more control they got. Now you're saying basically they're part of uh, UBN, United Blood Nation, and it's like, okay, you really think they got this much influence? Whether they do or don't, you're letting them grow. Exactly, and watching it and letting it unfold in front of you. They, since 2013, like, <laughs> it don't make sense to me. So, you believe the First Amendment. I'm going to ask you, you know, it's been a lot of conversation about the First Amendment um, where we, we with censorship, and I know as a, a poet, you we always discuss it um, all the time when you hear poems and you hear artists be able to say what they want to say. And a good friend of mine, he always says about the First Amendment, yeah, you're free to say what you want to say. Yes. But you're not, but you're not free from the consequences of saying it. Do you but think you that be. goes too far, though? I think that is not fair. How can you tell me? You can say whatever you want to say, but it might get you in trouble. <laughs> 
right? But, but Faith, and I'm going to ask everybody in the chat, I mean, when you think about that, like, we say what we want to say on social media, and we use social media, media as a vehicle. Do you feel like, you know, social media should be coming back to to bite us? You know, people be, people are screenshot what you say and send it to your job, to HR. Next thing you know, you in the, in the you know. Yeah, that's, a kind of, that's a different type of case, though, you know, far as when it comes to your art. Mm -hmm. I wrote about having a threesome. I never had one before. So, yeah, it's, oh. it's imagination. <laughs> Honestly, it was just imagination when I write. So you can't accuse me of um, being guilty of things that, you know, an artist right. You know, mm -hmm. we just get creative. Like somebody that that um that write movies is all so you telling me that the writers of ghosts um they can go to jail? Like what was, honestly, the, what was the lyric? What was the lyric you said to me before we took the air about the moon? I'll bring oh, you the yeah, moon. Oh yeah, um I forgot what's the name that singer. She's like, um I will cross the ocean oh, yeah. for you. <laughs> I will go. I can't sing. Bring you the moon, like. You know she can't obviously get the moon. So it's just art. It's just music. And same thing with um Red. You know what I'm saying? Like um when Cardi first came out, the thing she was rapping about, she didn't have yet. You feel what I'm saying? She now when she spit, she probably spitting truth about bags and this and that. You know what I'm saying? So but in the beginning she wasn't. She used her imagination. Yeah, I know um Munchie, Munchie had just mentioned, right, um, that that they they censored uh, Donald Trump when he was president, and they took him off Twitter, and they said it was divisive, and and I had um personally had a problem with that, and me a too. bunch of people a bunch of people said to me like, yo, he can't be saying what he's saying because of his influence, and they used his influence, and because he was a sitting president as their reason to say that. That he should be taken off of Twitter, and then I said, "No, because if you could censor a sitting president, you could censor anybody." And it's funny because now I even see some of the people that disagree with my stance on it was they got censored because you know we see it every day. Somebody make a comment on Facebook, and you'd be like, "Yo, yeah. I was playing." But you know they use these algorithms that don't understand context. They don't understand yeah, how we. Joke. I went to jail for that before. <laughs> our banter, and it's like, wow, like, come on, like we, we should be able to express our human experience on these outlets without an algorithm thinking I'm saying something demeaning. Yes, I feel like when Trump, um, when they shut his mouth, it was because he was telling too much. That's how I feel. If he nuts and he just talking out his A, it shouldn't even matter. You know what I'm saying? And who once it's embarrassing that the president of the United States getting muted. <laughs> like that didn't make sense. It's embarrassing it make, it, it, as it a country. You, it makes you wonder because he became as a country. He became he became the president because of social media and his appearance, his 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 stardom grew through social media. And then you, you know, they took away you know, his voice at the end of the day. Because they thought that he was going to move like the rest of them moved for them. And he didn't. He really had his own voice. Like, even the newscasters, they were so disrespectful when they speak of the president. Like, I'm, I, I'm like, I can't believe it. Even though he was off the hook. He 
he had me in stitches every time he had a speech. <laughs> he was he was terrible. Well, do you, you got anything else you want to talk about with Young Gun? Young 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 um, Thug. I can't call him Young Gunner. I keep mixing their names together, which it, is it, weird. Because it's, it's Young it's Young Thug and and, and Gunner. Gunner. Yeah, just the fact that um the only evidence they had on him was I think somebody talking. They said that um an informant um one of the um a co-defendant. What'd you say? And 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 of course they music. We already oh, talked yeah. about that. You said, and um they said they pulled him over. They said they pulled him over and they found um he got caught with meth, weed, um stolen guns. This supposed to have been in a car that he was in with a couple of other people. Mm -hmm. Um far as the um, he made terroristic threats terror uh, terroristic threats while um being kicked out of a mall um just to me it was all he he didn't commit the murder he posted rented the car that was used for a murder mm. so basically I'm gonna ask you a question about that case like you know um <laughs> you know they're gonna have some uh aka star witnesses in their case it's gonna be interesting you know, all all them people in that type of indictment knows you're gonna have some CIs, confidential informants. Yeah. Um, like I it, said, with 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 conspiracy cases, and you even hear people that know, like you would rather get caught red-handed doing yeah. something to somebody. Didn't have a conspiracy because basically the way the conspiracy is is that you don't like you, you don't really have to it. do it. You just have to know of it happening or even orchestrating it. Like yeah. they feel like you know the reason why it happened because you let it, and that's what basically they trying to do is say he's the leader of it. Basically, yeah. that he's the leader. He funded and, um, it. What else was I was wanted to mention that he um. Yeah, I don't. I just, I just feel bad for him, and they, they, he, he, he complaining. He living in um, poor conditions in jail, and they're like, "Well, it's jail." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I see, I seen that, and I, and I ain't gonna front like, like you in Fulton County Jail. Have he ever you, been arrested before this? I don't know. Like, but I'm quite sure. Time? I'm quite sure he heard the story. Got to find out. <laughs> you know, I don't know if he, if whoever he, watching, find out that he could get any, um, he got any priors. Let if he know. um I don't know what he thought. I mean, it ain't it ain't like they said it ain't it's not the Ritz. You ain't you ain't at the crib. I mean yeah. <laughs> the lyrics that that's what I want. That's what I, I had to try. Uh, said, said, man, if you don't get out of it, it's <laughs> I mean, I think that I think that a lot of people don't um which is unfortunate about some of us that go to jail, some of us that never been through the experience. We shouldn't have to go through that experience to learn from somebody else's experience. Exactly. And this is this is why I I kind of like don't understand why anybody would be um, formally incarcerated and and really like glorified because everybody don't come home with a sane mind no matter how much time you do. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing. You you basically if you've been through that experience, you basically lose your pride. Yeah, degrading. Yeah, so it's like, okay, now you, you, let alone you rapped about it, you rapped about the streets, and that's part of what you probably been through. Now mm -hmm. he's going, or, or probably seen it. Yeah, now he's you going know? through that experience, and it's like, 
oh, yeah. you got these charges. Your life is facing ahead of you. And it, yeah, and I'm laying even, on metal. And it's know, even this, crazy. Like, you know like, who I um, am? To talk about Casanova, and I know his case has nothing to do with it, and see what he had to experience and how he felt about what happened prior to what happened. And yeah. then, like, now he had to cop out to all his time. And it's like, yeah, y'all, you know, for some of y'all that's in that stuff, y'all had a way out. And it's like, you know, you can't shake who you are or you can't shake your past. And, you know. Yeah, that's the only thing. A- for those that, um, the rappers, the successful rappers that do participate in the gang violence and and um, just don't change their life around, you know, you can't feel sorry for them. You can't feel sorry for him. Now, the reason why I, I just don't believe everything I'm, I'm I'm reading. I just don't for some reason. I just feel like it's definitely a conspiracy. Um, who began the investigation from 2013 to 2022? Sheila said Young Thug did a, he did a week in, in jail in 2018. Okay, so he not used to jail. But see, but see, I'm gonna be honest with you, right? Thanks, Sheila. A week, a week on a frivolous charge. Is I'm it's light, but when you get there and it's the unknown, yeah, your first time unknown, every day I mean, for like a year. Yeah, the unknown will drive a person um crazy. And even even through my experience, my personal experiences, I seen people with forever, and they didn't lose hope. So that's why I always say, like, you don't know what a person can do in those situations. So right, yeah. I'm quite sure when he calling his lawyer, like, yo, I got to get out of here because at the end of the day, like you in there with a bunch of wolves and everybody trying yeah. to eat. Yeah. You know, even if you, he don't want to be in PC, you locked in all day. Yeah. You know, com- and then that's another thing. right? And then there, you that- can't go on PC because they're going to talk about it. <laughs> But it's, if I was a celebrity, it's I'm gonna be on PC, the streets. <laughs> but I, I look if I if I'm a celebrity and I get locked up, I'm going to PC. They not they not tearing me apart. I'm not scared of nobody. Now they want to fight me a one on one. Well, yeah, I'll take two. But I'll be damned if I'm gonna be on population and I'm a high profile um celebrity. No, y'all not doing me north to make an example out of me. He better call his lawyer. <laughs> I, I, so, so, but what I'm saying, like, at the end of the day, like, I remember when Lil Wayne had got caught with the gun in New York, yeah. and everybody was like, yo, he in PC. No, they put him in PC, right? But yeah, you, at, get made, you, get, you get made. Like, you, you mm-hmm. get put in, you might get, if you're a celebrity, like, yo, you can't go to pop. No. Nope. Like, that stuff, like. <sighs> yeah. You can't. care about that celebrity stuff. Like yeah, that. I wouldn't you, care how hard I am. Even if I was a man, I don't care how hard I am. I would not be on population, and I'm a celebrity. <laughs> uh, Much said they're entertainers and are used to a certain lifestyle, and then to go to jail, it's a drastic change. Absolutely, yeah. especially if you've never been there, you never had that experience. Big, Big said everybody trying to eat f except. Well, I hope they ain't trying to do the f day, uh, right? <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. They do it on purpose because who he is. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying, and that and he put himself in this predicament. But I, I'm really praying for him, like you know, like let God um um put his hands all in this. If he's guilty, <laughs> then so be it. If he not, free him. Well, because we, you know, it's funny. It's funny that um we discussed 
some of the First Amendment. Now, this next situation or next next topic we're going to discuss in the segue into that is is dealing with okay. some of the Second Amendment and and and, and things, and we're going to discuss um, the Buffalo Massacre. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we all know, Peyton, eighteen uh, year old. Killed ten people at a mall in Buffalo. Um, he lived he lived in not too far from where I live at actually, and he drove to Buffalo, and he killed ten people at a mall. Race race soldier, a racial murder, and um, you know they are I, black. How many of them? Eight, right? No, I all said no. It's ten. I said was they all black? I think eight. Eight of them was black, and I think the other two was Hispanic or something. And I'm not going to sit here and tell anybody um, that I I actually followed this case and then following this case because I have my um my you know my opinion about it. And, um, yeah. What do you What do you What do you got to say, Faith? Um, basically, it's the same thing that we see every day. The same exact thing how we see what's happening to our black brothers. We see. What happens when a white privileged kid shoot up black people? You know, I feel some way because they're trying to say he um, he got mental issues and that he pleading insanity. He pleading not guilty. And um, it's impossible. You got the cameras on you. You um, He was prepared to get shot. He had, um, you know, vests on. Whatever he did to protect himself, he had protective shield on um, so he won't get shot. Um, he ran into a white person and said, oh, my bad, didn't shoot him, but made sure that he um, killed other races besides his own. So um, where is it? Where is he crazy? He sounds very um, intelligent to me, you know, smart enough to know complexion, to drive hours to go somewhere and just kill for no reason. Like, um, he needs a book thrown at him. You know, they one never the, made an example out of none of the young boys that did. We don't even hear nothing else about them when they do. We hear it happening, and then the case is done up. Like one of the um, issues that I have about it is it. It's not going to stop. Um, exactly. I, was, I, I happen to be traveling from closer to where he was from to where I live at, and I was on the phone with my brother, and he was. We were having our conference. We we have a conference, um, the three of us every day, for when it could leave ten minute conference or it could lead to an hour or so, and you know we were discussing it and we were pissed off about it, right? And it's like you get to a point where we were raised to know what happened to our people. We're taught this at an early age how to try to move around and deal with these race soldiers. And you would think at our age now that it would stop. You would think, um, because sometimes we believe in the system, the very same system that continues to do this to us, we sometimes get hope like, oh, it's going to change. It's changed. And the reality is is it, it doesn't change. Nope. And nothing has happened. It doesn't make a difference who president is in office. Yeah, because when Obama won presidency, 
And I saw, you know, a lot of white people young holding hands with black people. Like, I'm not going to lie. I cried and thinking, okay, we ain't going to change, you know. And um, and then we know for a fact it didn't change once Trump was in. Because, you know, Trump wasn't all that bad, but Trump um, riled up um, racism to me. You know, they was coming out. They was showing their face before they, you know, keep their uh, racist comments to themselves, you know, amongst each other. But when he was um, in office, they was reckless with it. They didn't care. And it just reminded you, you know, of what our ancestors been through. And I feel like we still doing the same thing sitting. We we sitting. We letting this go on. And um, it's happening to our children, you know, our brothers, our fathers. But it's like, are we helpless? One of the, one of the things, and, 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 and I, believe we, I believe we are helpless because we're continuously relying on the system, the same people that's hurting us, us to help us, the same people, and they're not there. Sometimes a person can hurt you directly, or sometimes they can hurt you indirectly. One of the things that I believe elected officials are hurting us indirectly is during the ride, during Trump's presidency, and during the C the C thing that happened. We they said that it was a rise of crime on the Asian American community, and then when President Biden and them got in office, they had an anti-hate law for Asians. I don't think that people realize there has never been, for 400 years that we've been in this land, mm -hmm. and some of us are original uh, to this, indigenous to this land, yes. we've never had a specific law that says... We're, we're a protected class of people. Yeah. I mean, it's been anti-lynching laws, and even in the language of anti-lynching laws, it's lynching in general sense. It's not specifically saying for black people. In the Emmett Till law, the hate crime bill, it's not specific to black people. Mm -hmm. And this is the issue that I have. And this is the issue why I think that a lot of our black leaders are um, full of crap. A lot of them need to go. A lot of them have been in the way. Because what they do when these type of crimes happen, they get on a plane. They, For example, they get on a plane, go to Buffalo, rally the people, and they become a... They, they, they feel like they're a voice for all the people, a voice for the culture. Mm -hmm. And really what they're doing is... They're doing white supremacy's work because yeah. they're they're there to calm people down, and then they come and make these statements and say, "Black and brown people." No, 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 no. We don't need to hear about black and brown people. We need yeah. to hear about specifically black people and laws that's geared mm -hmm. and give black people the same protections that you give any other class of people who are being terrorized for 400 years and they're in the way and until we hold them accountable and i know everybody always think people off code like yo we need to be have unity no we have to realize that all uh <laughs> as they say all skin folk ain't kin folk and they yeah. ain't all down with us some of them should have been thrown in the ocean <laughs> some of them yeah. need to go like, just get out the way. Yeah. And it's like, we got to understand, like, when, when, when you have an organization, right, advocacy, 
and something happens. What they do is they wait for an administration change or whatever, and then they get funding to mm-hmm. be a voice for the people. So now you're a paid voice for the person. So you're not going to say nothing against the the, the, the powers that be they're because you. they're paying you. Mm-hmm. And even, even my friend Keisha, she says a very profound statement all the time. She says, black trauma is big business. And, and it's so deep because we got to stop letting these people profit off of our death, even if yeah. they're us. Yeah. Like, call them out. Yeah. Check them. Don't deal with them. And you even see that with that organization, allegedly, what's going on with um the founders of BLM and how, what they went through. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I see a couple people made some statements, right? And I do want to talk about these statements. Nick, mm-hmm. Nick brought up a question. Uh, Nick brought up something that I thought was interesting. 18 years old, and being able to go in a gun store and buy this type of artillery. Yeah. Now I know where you live at and where I live at, where you, we live in the same state, but where you live at, the gun laws are very, very strict. Yeah. Where I live at in the state, the gun laws are very, very loose. I've been in gun shops and I've seen people purchase guns out of those gun shops. Wow. Yeah, it's like that in um, um, Georgia. You could go into the store and get you a gun. If you got, a, as long as you got an ID. I mean, but even even like now, I know that the assault in the, in some states, the assault um, the assault rifles are supposed to work seven days. But even in that, like if an eighteen year old and I had seen this before, I was driving. And I seen two guys walking the street and they had on military fatigues. They had their guns. Now, somebody called the cops on them. And they happened to be in the service at the time. And they oh, just okay. was going from one spot to another because they were doing some training in the in a hidden area, so to say. Mm-hmm. So somebody had called the cops and then the state police came and they was talking to them on the side when I had came back through. But I don't. I think that should raise an alarm when an 18 year old. Yeah. How did they get these type of weapons at yeah. 18 years old? He basically, and, and I said, and, it, and where he got all his hate from, he's only 18. So he had to be taught. Well, one of the things they said he had was a manifesto. And they actually said that he had, it's a book. I can't remember the book offhand. I had wrote it down, but I, I don't know where I set the paper. The book that he had basically was the manifesto that a lot of um, these race soldiers use. And I heard a statement about him where basically what we got to understand is that basically he is a son of Timothy McVeigh. Like these kids be knowing. I'm not going to call him a kid. He's a race soldier. He's a grown man. They be knowing what they doing. They be knowing what they about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they be crazy in the eyes of us crazy but medically they're saying they yeah they understand sane. exactly what they're doing yeah and 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 see when they look at their own that's how they look at them with, with, with sympathy you know when they look at their own they look at them with sympathy they understand it when it comes to their own and that's that they, it's privilege mm. okay if anybody ready. um for those that's watching Make sure that you uh, like, share, subscribe. And if you're watching on Facebook, make sure that you like so 
the purpose of liking and sharing and subscribing is what it is that you trigger the algorithm when you like, share, and subscribe. I know a lot of times we don't like to like a show, even though we may like it, but pressing that like button is Y'all better the, like us, <laughs> like, like, like. Press, <laughs> pre, pressing that like button is how the, uh, the show um, produces. Yeah, my brother here, he's he's correct. Plotting and planning all the time. Yes, they, you know, people are going to gun ranges. People are going to basically where he lived at is nothing but woods. Mm. And, you know, if you ever played Call of Duty online, you'll know that these type of people be online every day. And if you hear some of the rhetoric that they use, it'd be basically um, a test mm. run, a dry run. Mm -hmm. You know, I was looking at one of the news outlets and they were talking about how he did a lot of recon work. I'm surprised that people like the one guy he interviewed, he said, yo, I talked to him on a park bench. Like, dude, like don't that seem odd to you? I mean, I know when I go in those areas, for the sake, because yeah. I, I told you, Faith, before, like I live in those type of areas and I move around in the area. When I go to certain areas, people talk to me. Now I don't yeah. know if they be filling me out, but I'll be there yeah. taking care of my business. No, but you got you have a friendly face. <laughs> yeah, but it, but my thing is you should fill people out that come in your area, come in your neighborhood that are considered strangers. I mean, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a very unfortunate and sad what happened to them in Buffalo, but he, like, they were targeted because that is the black section of Buffalo. Um, wow. And it's really sad. It, 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 it's bad. And it, he, he killed older people. Like, I don't know how they could think that they're going to say he's crazy when he, I, when I first was watching, I thought it was a movie. Mm. I thought it was a skit. Because I'm like, wait, he got a body camera on him. So I'm tripping, like, when I first, because I didn't read, I just, you know, it just came up on my timeline. I was talking when it first happened, like, and I'm like, wow, what the yeah. hell? Unfortunately, and that's another thing where it deals with social media, because he live streamed it on Twitch. A lot of people don't know that Twitch is a is like a gaming app. Actually, I used to live stream to Twitch, but what happens when you live stream to Twitch is so many trolls on Twitch that you definitely gotta be careful so i stopped live streaming through my twitch account but even in twitch like so mm -hmm. many people could come to your feed so he basically and this is why i say call of duty it's like i don't know and That's i'm not what it saying that, like i'm not saying that he thought it was a game like but dude you nah, he knew had he full knew exactly body what he was doing he know what it, he came to do the, the, all he wanted to show what he was about to do he wanted you to see to see him in action he wanted you to see every move he made and while he was in action. Like he need to go. He need to get buried under the jail. So let me let me ask you and and let me ask you, Faith. And because I have an issue with this, is the the the, the politicization of cases like this. Because every time something like this happened, you hear someone talk about gun laws. How do you mm -hmm. feel about that? Um I feel as though the gun laws, you know, for us, we don't have it easy like that. Only, only they kind have it easy like that. You, you, you see what I'm saying? They want to put the gun laws here. What more could you do for everybody? 
you know, can't got it strict as heck out here. You have to have a squeaky clean record, period. The the get a firearm. You go down there, you just go in the store, show your ID, you walk out, and that's it. I think like, that I, I'm a I'm a um a strong advocate of the Second Amendment. I believe that everybody I think we should has be a right to protect themselves. I believe that no, that's, that's what I'm saying. Right. I think that we should have the fairness of everyone else. Not not to the point that um I don't think no minor should be able to go per, uh, 18 year old shouldn't be able to purchase a gun at least 25 years old um without a um a license you know I, at least cuz 18 let me, is not Let me grown. ask you even even though where I know where you live at now right coming from a strict state like Jersey and then moving somewhere else and even when you throw a rock and you go outside of where you live at and you see like open carry, does it does it make you feel safer when you see people that's open carrying? No, I think feel- it's more dangerous because I was when I well, you know, I just had death for my family. I was down making and um we you know, we we mourning and we everybody drinking the music playing and, and you know, we at my brother's house and so um two guys got into a little argument. One guy pull out a gun, a female. She was younger than me. She had to be like 30. She like, you don't put that motherfucking gun down there. I dig my purse and blow your head off. I'm strapped too. I'm like, what? <laughs> well, you know, I'm like, what? My my first my first experience when I moved out. The women strapped, the 12-year-old boy yeah. was strapped. A 12-year-old. Yeah, I think, you know, you know, it's funny, is because my my first experience when I moved out of New Jersey and I seen the open carry was it was some act right yeah, it's like to me it. it's like the equalizer you know <laughs> what i mean like you don't like you know how where we from people argue over the pettiest thing somebody cut you off yeah somebody and if that point your shoe yeah you got to know how to navigate through people's extra out of state you know that the person that you may Say something slick to, or say something might slick be to you, might have that thing on them. Yeah, but and the crazy part, they wrote they friendlier down there. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think I they think friendly. Because, they is so friendly. I think it's because of that. I think that you. I think that a lot of times, you know, you know where you at, and this is where the, what I mean. Like you, and you know, I'm going to agree with you land. because my brother told me that if somebody come on your grass, you could shoot them. You could, and you're not going to jail. You're not getting arrested. If they want your property, you got a right to shoot them. You, you see the warning. baby. You see the baby and bust like three. <laughs> yeah, they said they said you shoot. You you give um you warn them three times and then you can fire. I'm like what? Yeah. yeah. Like is it? It's like is it, I'm kind of on the fence with it because the way Philadelphia is, I'd be real scared if everybody um could um just go in a store and buy a gun. Cause they get them now without you know yeah. having permission basically. So imagine if it was like that. But it just but it's the area. It's the you know it's the yeah. yeah I think I think that the black community, not every, the area, everybody. The black community. Um, it's at a point now where you know I think that for lack of better words, and I don't want nobody to get offended. I think that we would be fools not to protect ourselves. Yeah. Like yo, like who are you waiting for? Ain't nobody gonna protect you and your family, especially when remember they was discussing uh martial law, yeah. and that was scary for me 
you know, because it was just me and the kids. And, you know, at the time, you know, in the house, even though I have a young adult, but, you know, to me, he's still a kid. That's my child. So he's still a kid. And I'm like, you know, I got to strap up. Yeah, I'm ready to bury some guns in the backyard. You know, I'm from Elizabeth, New Jersey. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to protect mine. But you said, that was yo, scary. You said, yo, you said bury them in the backyard. I, uh, yeah, because they were talking about something. I had, an, uncle, people I had an uncle that was like that. He was like, and getting rid of the firearms, you know, stuff like that. So you can't, it, it, could you imagine though? To be naked, like they 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 scared that like um basically the only ones killing us is the cops. Like the KKK, they retired because so they got me, the black people doing their job. Let me let me ask you guys in the chat, and I'm gonna ask you, Faith, where are we going from here? Is anything gonna change? Is there any gonna be? Is it gonna be any laws passed specifically for black people? We I'm, 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 I'm you talking to the chat. Let the chat answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to put my charger on. Excuse me, y'all. Now, I don't think nothing's gonna change, Faith. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's continuously happening. We're basically at war, and I think that most people will um, are naive and not paying attention to what's going on. Every time this happens, these individuals be having manifestos. They be well planned. They got a you know they have an agenda on who they kill, what they kill, and it's like at eighteen years old. We could look at his age, but it was so well planned, like who was behind him. And I even was listening to um, something prior where, as usual, the same thing happened. He was a threat, and they brought him in for a psych eval. I know um, in some states, if you get a psych eval, it's so serious that they don't, the case still be open. And they try to monitor you for a while afterwards. And it's like, what has happened, Faith? This is the same thing over, over and, and over. over again. I'm saying they get away with it over and over again. We get shitted on over and over again. Edited on. <laughs> so let me, let, me, let me ask you. New York State, he's not charged with a federal crime right now. How? How he's not the gun alone, just videotaping it. The he's charged, trauma that he's, he put on all of our all of us that watched it. He's charged know. with a state crime. Wow! Because do you, it's, do you it's, feel like the feds should step in and charge him with a federal crime? They should have been stepped in. That gun was federal. You know, just the um, just the racist um, slurs. That's that's federal. Yeah, because you know, that that's the difference between. What he did in Timothy McVeigh, Timothy Bay bombed the federal building. He was charged by the feds. The feds killed him. See? It's no death penalty in the state of New York. Wow. Well, I just feel as though something got to give. Like, you know, we keep just, I just feel so like we just keep repeating ourselves. It just be a, just a new kid. A new black person, new man, woman, black, and then the same thing with them. Another um, um, Caucasian kid uh, mad at their mom, shooting up the schools, and you know it's, 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 it just repeats itself. And they get a slap on the wrist, and we get buried, burnt, mm. crucified to the cross. And I feel like we some gotta give. What we're gonna do? Just keep letting this happen to us. 
Like, when do we stand up? Like, and I kind of blame our people because the reason why they allow that this is going on with us is because we're not, we're not, we're not, we, we don't come together. You know, we don't come together at all. Not we can't even come together in relationships. So we can't, it, 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 we're not coming together as a people. You know why it's safer in white neighborhoods? And everybody talk about caring. Because when something looks fishy, they call on the cops. Black people could see you get gunned down, know who did it, saw you drag the body. I'm minding my business. They got it like um, snitch. You a snitch. But this is why we're not living safe. This is why our kids is not safe. It's because of us. Especially in our community. So we so we have we need to uh step up our game and police our own and protect each other. Protect they our not, own communities. They're not protecting us. They're not protecting us. So now and and guess who we protecting? The the thugs that's black killing us. Mm. We protecting them. They they killing us. But oh oh I ain't no snitch. I ain't telling and this and that. We protecting the people that's hurting us. Mm. And just the same way we going to the people asking them. Can we please be free? Can we finally be free? How could you ask them to free you when they the ones with their foot on our necks? They not freeing you. Like, what mm. are we going to do as a people? When are we going to come together? Or are we just going to just keep letting this happen to us? Any final thoughts before we close out, <laughs> <laughs> You know, I get so passionate because, you know, it's time. Like, you know, that's why, I, you know, me and I just started the podcast, too. To, to reach out to the younger generation because that's the only one we could talk to. That's the only that's one right. that could listen. And, you know, um, that's the only thing I think could change in our community. We have to, we have to um, grab our kids. That's it. With that, appreciate you guys for joining us tonight. Um, yes, thanks, everyone. I couldn't read the comments <laughs> if anybody said anything to me. I love y'all, and thanks for tuning in. <laughs> and and we'll um, see y'all next week. Join us every Wednesday at 9 o'clock where... Um, we will discuss trending topics that affect the urban community and give our unique perspective uh, regarding those topics. We chose these two topics because the one with uh, Young Thug and Gunner was kind of later, and but it was still trending and it still affects the culture of what how people perceived us and what we consider friendships, affiliations. Mm-hmm. Other people perceive it as organized crime and gangs and all that other stuff. And the boss, the Boston, the Buffalo massacre we wanted to discuss because, as usual, another race soldier decided to kill us black people, and it was relevant. We appreciate you guys joining us in the chat. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Uh, the best way to support is to support. So thanks, Shad. let us know. Let let faith know. Always hit faith up. Let her know a feedback if you guys yes, got any please. suggestions. This is our first episode. Hit, so. hit faith up and let her know don't what be, you don't want be too us, hard to, on us to talk we love about. Y'all. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you guys next Thursday, 9 p.m. All right. Bye.